What's up, what's up, what's up? We are here back with another episode of Small Talk. What's happening? If I sound like my throat hurts or like I just woke up, it's because all of that is true. Uh, My throat has been bothering me a little bit under the weather, so excuse me, guys. Uh, But today I do want to talk about an incident that took place in Florida. Um, Yet another black man uh, brutally beaten by the police. Um, Still a teenager at that. What is the deal, y'all? When is it going to stop? When is it going to stop? I'm so sick and tired of seeing footage of black men and women getting killed and beaten by the police. And then I'm so sick and tired of them having to investigate the situation as if a video that you're watching someone get beat with your own eyes or killed, you have to investigate. What is there to investigate? Um, Before I go into that, I want to, I just want to compare stories. And yes, this is going to be by race. I want to compare a story that happened about a month ago in California with a white suspect. And I want to compare the story to what happened to this teenager. And I I want to bring attention to how these situations were handled differently. And you guys, of course, can always comment um, on, leave a comment on iTunes, um, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, and hit me back on and tell me what you think. But this happened in California about a month ago, and I'm going to read the article um, from, I believe it's ktla.com. So there was a 30-year-old man who had a standoff with the police in California. So what happened was, on Monday evening, back in March, officers received calls of a guy who had stolen a vehicle. So of course it began to be a police chase. So this guy ran into a nearby apartment and holed up in the unit's patio. So Preston told the officers, and this is the guy's name, his name is Preston. He told the officers he was in a possession of a bomb and a handgun and that he would die before going back to jail. So this guy has stolen a car. This is a white male, 33 years old. He's stolen a car. He has ran from the police or caused the police chase. And then he jumps into a nearby patio and the police standoff begins. And so he's confessed that he was in possession of a bomb and a handgun and that he would die before going back to jail. So according to the article, it says this prompted authorities to evacuate a multi-story apartment complex and block off traffic on the streets that were affected by this incident. So a SWAT team and a bomb squad responded to the scene and they started to negotiate. So when negotiation with Preston failed, police deployed a canine. So they tried to negotiate with this white man who just said that he had a bomb and a handgun. 
and that he would die before going back to jail. And he's in an apartment complex on a balcony with, I don't know how many innocent lives that not only live in that apartment, but the surroundings around that apartment as well that had people. So this man said he had a bomb and a gun and a knife or whatever, and the police want to negotiate with him. They negotiate with him, so they stand off with him for three hours. Eventually, they began to fire non-lethal shots, and they sent a canine to um, Preston since the negotiation didn't work, and so the the canine bit him. So they were able to take him down with the canine and um, firing off non-lethal weapons. What they found on Preston was two knives along with two replica handguns. And they said the guns looked very real. So they recovered that from Preston, but no no um, explosive devices were found. So this man was able to walk away with his life. This man was able to walk away with his life and he was armed. He was armed and he was dangerous to the community that he disrupted. And the police stood off with him for three hours to try to negotiate with him to surrender. Do you guys think if that was a black man, they would have negotiated? Please. They would have killed that man before he was able to tell them that he didn't have anything in his pocket. Because that's the story for for it. Oh, that's the story for us. That's the story. Um, so that's an article that, like I said, that happened in California. So moving forward, let's talk about what happened to the Florida teenager. So apparently there was a fight that happened at a McDonald's in this area in Florida and all of the students went to meet there. Now, let me say this people that act like they've never done anything stupid or done things, going to see a fight after school. I've done that. I've done that. Being a teenager, you just, you know, you go, you go and you think you look back and like, oh, why was I there? That was dangerous, but you go. So I don't want to hear anything about, you know, they were out there fighting and this, this, this and that, or the police shouldn't have, the police, it was only two of them and it was a lot of kids or, you know, black people are animals. That's what they say about us, but don't act like you've never done anything in your in your teenage years it might not have been going to see a fight but you've done some things so let's let's not make that an excuse that these teenagers were going to see a fight they're they're teenagers they're in high school they do things like that so it was a bunch of kids that went to this mcdonald's to see a fight that was taking place um the police were called to the scene And when they get there, uh, they say that it is just disorderly. It's a disorderly, um, there's a lot of disorderly conduct going on. So I'm going to read from this article. So this is from WTSP TV. I don't own any rights to this. I'm literally reading this article. Uh, But it says, after a deputy detains one of the teens, another teenager confronts him. This is in the police report. So a police report, the police report noted that the detained teen's phone slid out of his pocket 
and the other tried to pick it up, which was one of his friends. A sergeant told that team to stay back, but he said the team bladed his body and began clenching his fists. Then the team was pepper sprayed and forced to the ground. So this young man picks up his friend's phone, who they already had detained. And this other sergeant told the team to stay back. So the reason that he pepper sprayed him was because he bladed his body and began clenching his fist. The officer was not in any danger. So he's, t- he's, he's basically saying that because this boy clenched his fist and bladed his body, he pepper, sp- pepper sprayed him. What did this young man do to be pepper sprayed in the first place? Because he was black and you felt disrespected because he clenched his fist? He didn't touch you. That's the first wrong thing. It says... Another deputy comes into the frame, slamming the teen's head three times into the cement and throwing a punch to the side of his head. The police report, as reported, noted the deputy said he punched the teen as a distractionary technique. So let's just go back. This all started because the sergeant told the teen to stay back. And the team picked up his friend's phone who they had detained. The officer's excuse for pepper spraying and using force on this team was because he bladed his body and began clenching his fist. Guys, how bogus is that? How bogus is that? You can blade your body and clench your fist all you want. The boy did not touch you. That young black man did not touch this officer. This officer wanted to put his hands on somebody when he got there. Let's be real. Let's be honest. These officers have preconceived thoughts about the black community, black men. When they're called to a scene, the officer is the one that's aggressive. This, the behavior that the officer displayed is aggressive as most to all of them are another debt like and so they said another deputy came in and that's when they began slamming the, the teen's head three times to the cement and throwing a punch on each side of his head he deserved that because he bladed his body and clenched his fist come on y'all are we really going to to accept that are we really going to accept that And so he's saying that he punched the teen as a distractionary technique. These officers, or excuse me, these slave patrols, because that's what they used to call them back during slavery. They just changed the name to police. But the slave patrol, he was violent when he came to the scene. It makes no sense to me. This makes no sense to me. So the sheriff, his name is Gregory Tony. He promises a thorough investigation into this incident. So he says over the next few days, this may take some time for us to look into, but understand that we will be transparent lies. When are they ever transparent? When are they ever transparent? What is there to investigate when you have a video? 
but he said they will be transparent and if people need to be held accountable, if people, you know those officers need to be held accountable, which they never are. He says if they need to be held accountable, it shall be done. So please be patient with us. What is there to investigate, guys? What is there to investigate? Here you have a team that is being beaten. Beaten as if he was a suspect. Now, the article that I read previously to you guys about the white man in California who had to stand off with the police for three hours, they tried to negotiate with him and he walked away with his life. They fired non-lethal weapons. He was a criminal. He was, he, he, he's been in prison. This man was in prison for attempted murder. He stole someone's car. I don't believe that anybody, um, how do I say this? I'm not saying that you should kill every criminal. I'm not saying that, but it's a difference in the way that the police are and, and our system, our justice system approaches black people black men in this instance since it's the topic they negotiated with that white man for three hours and here you have a a teenager a black teenager who was brutally beaten who will probably suffer injuries for a lifetime they were banging his head into the concrete punching him in the head and he said he used it as a distraction, distractionary technique. All he did was pick up a cell phone, his friend's cell phone who you detained. And the officer said he told him to stay back. Well, he picked up the phone, whoop-de-doo. But then the team bladed his body and clenched his fist. That's when we pepper sprayed him. Are you scared of black people? Are we scary? Are we to be feared? You know, and they justify their actions by saying that they feared for their life. He was scared because he saw a black teenager blade his body and clench his fist. I don't even think that that deserved pepper spray. But if you think about the two stories that I just read to you, one, um, a 33-year-old white male who has been in prison for attempted murder he had a standoff with the police because he stole a vehicle that didn't belong to him and they negotiated him negotiated to get him to surrender for three hours before firing non-lethal weapons and sending a canine to bite him and then you have this black teenager he's he's not even a man but we know that we know that in society once you're born, a black, a black child is born, they consider that a man. They act like black men are the most strongest people, which I believe they are, but the most aggressive people that, that has ever entered this planet. And, and they, they squinted their eyes at me, so I had to shoot him. Or he reached in his pocket, so I thought he was pulling out a gun. It makes no sense. It makes no sense and we wonder, and people wonder why black people are angry. All races should be outraged. All races 
should be outraged at this type of behavior that is taking place in our society. All races, but people justify the behavior. People ask questions like, well, what are all the facts to the story? The video doesn't tell the story. How does the video not tell the story? You see with your eyes that this boy is getting his head beaten to the ground. So you're telling me that this is okay. That's inhumane. You're telling me that it's okay for this type of action to take place, this type of brutality. If it was anybody else other than a black person, would you have the same questions? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. People love to question, love to justify what the police do when it comes to black people. Oh, well, he was smoking weed. Oh, well, he had a cigarette on. Oh, well, what was he doing reaching in his pocket? It's like we don't have the freedom of everybody else. We don't have the same rights of everyone else. It's disgusting. It's sickening. And we should all be sick of it. We should all be sick of it. I don't know what's going to transpire from this. Um, it's the same narrative to me. Um, this happens and then the police, they get administrative leave and then they're able to come back and they rule it a, you know, this was an incident. This young man has a record. They're, they'll start pulling up dirt, um, doing whatever they have to do to justify the actions of the police abusing an innocent black man. So let's hang tight. Let's wait and see what happens. Until then, guys, go follow me on Twitter at Smalltalk03. Also on Instagram at Smalltalk underscore 03.